0: Welcome to the Souls Way podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I am a proud First Nations Mohawk author, speaker, and mentor here to meet you at the intersection of personal development and decolonization. I truly believe that when we see ourselves and one another mind, body, emotion, and most of all, soul and spirit. We can break through systematic, ancestral, and generational ways of being that we came here to disrupt and rise above. We can lean into the ways that heal our spirits. I know we can do this through honest conversations, radical responsibility, and healing together in community. Through my stories and the incredible conversations with some truly amazing guests, my hope is that you leave each episode with a more open heart and that you feel emboldened in your medicine and your voice, knowing your ripple effect matters. Our ripple effect matters. Thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Soul's Way podcast. I am finally sitting down to start answering the questions from the Let's Decolonize Coaching Facebook group, where I asked, "What do you want to hear next on the podcast? What do you want me to speak to?" And so, I apologize for the massive delay in general with getting with getting episodes out, and also in getting getting back to your getting <laughs> getting you a response to your questions. So, um, yeah, I'm really sorry. Life is life has been really full, really busy. I know that you know that if you're if you're in my community in my world at now at all, I'm sure you you're already aware. So, um thank you for your patience. I guess I should say instead. Today's episode is a pretty it's going to be a pretty quick one because um it's a yeah, it's a simple yet really common question, a really good question um coming from Kitty who's asking, what can coaches do if they see someone appropriating a culture or a practice online? Recently, I saw someone use the term spirit animal inappropriately and spoke up about it, but I wasn't sure the best way slash if I should slash how to call in versus calling out. Whew. Thank you, Kitty, for this question. This is such a common question. We heard this question. Um, I hear this question a lot when I teach workshops to coaches, facilitators, teachers, um, all kinds of folks. It's really common, especially for people who, um, who are not in the global majority, right. Who are not BIPOC, um, wondering like, is it my place to say something or will anyone even want to hear from me? Um, you know, as a white person. Right. And so my answer to that part is absolutely yes. Absolutely. Yes. Say something. Um, I have been in positions where I've seen things, other people's cultures being appropriated, and I just reminded myself it was extremely uncomfortable. I'm not going to tell you that this is comfortable or how to make this as comfortable as possible. I am going to tell you how to make it as kind and graceful as possible. Um, But in regards to but it's not going to be comfortable. But in regards to should you say something, I think absolutely yes, you did the right thing by saying something. We need your voice, right? Especially voices with privilege. So um, people who do have white privilege, right? Or settler benefit, whatever you want to call it. Um, unfortunately, the reality is that those of us with lighter skin, and I'm going to include myself in this, So white folks and white presenting folks or white passing folks, our voices carry more weight than other voices. And that's just the sad truth of the reality that we live in. Uh, People are more likely to listen to um, the quote unquote nice or kind white lady with the soft voice and the pretty face versus, um, you know, the the angry stereotype black woman or indigenous woman or person. And that's just the, that's just the brutal reality of what we, what we deal with and what we face is that white voices carry more weight. People look to white voices as, as the sources of authority. And um, of course we're working towards dismantling that. And of course we always want to amplify um, voices of the global majority that are not amplified, but your, your privilege that you carry, um, can be shared, right? It's a platform. Every voice is a platform. Every life is a platform. That's something I heard Oprah, Oprah Winfrey say once, and I thought it was brilliant. Every life is a platform. Um, so true. So I agree. Yes, absolutely. Say something. I've been in positions where I've seen, um, other South Asian, like South Asian culture, uh, cultures being appropriated, and I was like, "Oh, do I have bandwidth today? Is this my place to say something?" And then I thought of what I would want if um, if it were Indigenous people's cultures being uh, appropriated, right? Which we see a lot, <laughs> um, and I'm always thankful when I see others speaking up about it, right? So I thought of what I would want. I would want someone to say something if the roles were reversed. And so I got past my discomfort and I left a comment on it, right? Just asking more about um what the person is doing to acknowledge the origins of um the culture that they were borrowing from. They were selling like prayer beads uh that that uh mala mala prayer beads. And it was a it was a white woman and there was nothing about um the ancient sacredness of these beads where they come from who they come from what this person's doing to give back to that community um and no acknowledgement of that at all but just profiting off of these off of these beads um so i left a comment and i i i was kind but i was curious and then sharing i think it helps to share what like what you've learned or to phrase things like I've learned recently from so-and-so, or so-and-so is a really good resource. Um, And so I find that can can help people be more open. But the thing is, you cannot control how the person's going to respond or react, right? You can only control your end of things. Um, Even if you approach someone with the most care, compassion, grace, love you could still be met with defensiveness. It depends on where they're at in their journey and how fragile they are, right? How much work they've done or not done, but how they respond is not on you. How you show up is on you and not showing up is on you. If you choose to not show up. Right. Um, so of course there's going to be moments or days where you're like, Ooh, I just, I really don't have the bandwidth to say something today, but I hope that most days you will, you will, and you'll lean in and you'll lean into the discomfort. That's, that's the work right Le- leaning into the discomfort so um, in the case of someone using the term spirit animal I've actually called this out myself in a group another group that I was in and it was tricky because the person using this word was a black woman and um, she got very defensive when I said I'm, you know um, this is a this is actually a really um, sacred thing for indigenous peoples and the way that she was using the word was very like lighthearted in calling a, calling a person her spirit animal um, and, and making sort of a, a mockery of it. And I said, it, it's hurtful when it's used in this very lighthearted way that makes kind of makes a mockery of something so sacred to us indigenous peoples. And um, she got very defensive and said that she was actually really serious and not making a mockery of it and um, started talking about her culture as well. And so yeah, it was sticky, it was tricky. All I can do is hope that um that she and everyone else reading the comment like learned something or at least considered a different perspective. Um as I I did my best to learn and hear her perspective as well, but from what I what I gained and what I understand, I don't think uh spirit animal using spirit animal in a joking or in, in reference to a person, I don't think that that's um from her culture, but anyways. So, I think the best way to call it out is just to you know use use the language that you have, use the knowledge that you've gained. You can say something like, "Hey, I learned, I learned from such and such a person that using this, um, using this inappropriately is actually really harmful." Um, and this is who I learned from, or this is what I learned recently, and this is why. Um, So yeah, so why it's harmful is exactly that. It makes a mockery of really sacred traditions. And also our traditions um, and cultures have always been um, othered and demonized and villainized and even stripped and stolen. So we're all on a reclamation journey trying to reclaim them, trying to embrace them, trying to reconnect with them after so much hatred and so much disconnect so this people like belittling it and making mockery of it does not help it adds harm Um so yeah i think explain the reasoning you can you can share like hey i'm learning this too hey i know we're all learning or hey i know you're the type of person to be open to this um or i hope that you're i hope that you're going to be open to this because i know that you value growth i know that you value learning like i do this is something i recently learned yeah so saying that I think really helps framing it that way. And in terms of calling in versus calling out, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. People ask me that a lot. Like what, what term do you prefer calling in or calling out? I don't really, I'm not too fussed about those words. Um, to me, it's just like addressing it. And when we focus so much on, is it calling in or is it calling out? Or like we make it, we're making it about the other person when it's not about the other person, right? It's just about saying, it's just about speaking truth and speaking up for what's right. And to me, like, you can call that whatever you want. You can say I'm calling people out. You can say I'm calling people in. Um, I don't care. <laughs> Frankly, I don't care. Uh, so that's that's how I feel about that. And yeah, thank you so much, Kitty, for saying something. Um Thank you for this question. It's a really really common question and again, I know it's uncomfortable. There's nothing that I can really share with you all to make it to make it less uncomfortable. It's just kind of a practice and the more you do it, the more comfortable it gets. And I can't promise you that you'll always get sunshine and rainbows and hearts as a response because I've also had clients speak up and say something and then have um yeah, have like really nasty messages come back at them. But just imagine how much more harmful that would be if you were the indigenous person having to say that. So this is allyship, right? This is what the work looks like. It's actually putting your comfort and yourself out there on the line um, so that we don't have to constantly do that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Those of you who are speaking up and saying things and using your courage and using your voice, and using your privilege, which which can be shared, your platform, which can be shared, which we all have. So yeah, I think that's as simple as that. Thank you for your question. And thanks to all of you for listening. I will um, be doing more of these. So if you're not yet in the Facebook group, let's decolonize coaching. There's a thread in there. Come join the group. There's a thread and you can drop me a question anytime and I will record an answer for you. Okay. Hope to see you over there and I'll talk to you in the next episode thanks again for listening today. It means so much to me. If you got any value out of today's episode and you would like to thank me, the best way that you can thank a podcaster is to share, is to subscribe and leave a review. This helps us reach more people as this podcast in this community is still growing. Speaking of community, I would love to have you in my completely free community. Let's Decolonize Coaching on Facebook. Come and join us over there and also make sure to keep in touch on Instagram at Emily Ann Brandt. Thank you again so much for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode.